0: sports story everyone's talking about today is just moments away so call or text us right now at 573-875-KTGR and make your voice heard this is the big show with andy and brendan on ktgr second hour of the program thanks for tuning into the big show on espn 100.5 and 105.1 ktgr your total sports station in mid missouri thanks for tuning in online KTGR.com and on the KTGR app, Sandy, Brandon, and producer Chris still talking about how the Chiefs snuck out of Buffalo you had another playoff win, first road playoff win of Patrick Mahomes' career. Could this be the most impressive playoff run in his entire time with the Chiefs? We'll talk about that at 5.05. And uh, Mizzou men's basketball, once again, could not hang in an SEC game at home. Falling to Florida. We'll talk about them at 525. 875-KTGR if you want to call or text us here. But first, it's 5 o'clock. It's time for the Top 5 at 5 on the Big Show. Number one. You want to trade away for curtain number one? You can have curtain one. Well, the
1: Kansas City Chiefs have done it again. They're back in the AFC Championship game where they pretty much go every year ever since Patrick Mahomes came into the picture. 27-24. The Chiefs were victors last night over the Bills. Yes, in Buffalo, that whole road playoff atmosphere wasn't a problem for the Chiefs. It was a really compelling game in which both offenses, I feel like, really showed their best. But there were a few moments in this one that I think the Chiefs are going to have to clean up if they can be expected to upset the Ravens. That's right, they'll be underdogs going into Baltimore in next Sunday's AFC Championship game. But incredibly impressive stuff. I do think the Chiefs builds as a rivalry, but for the time being, the Chiefs absolutely have the better part of it. Number two.
0: Number two, your timing is
1: impeccable. Good news today for the Cardinals is they were able to come to a contract agreement with Tommy Edmond for two years that will buy out the rest of his arbitration years. They were set to go to an arbitration hearing with Edmund to decide his 2024 contract. Haven't seen terms yet on the finances of that one. The Cardinals don't announce those, but I'm sure it will be reported if it hasn't been already. But I think that's good for the Cardinals and Edmond to put that behind them. They're hoping that Edmund is ready for opening day after wrist surgery to be the everyday center fielder. Number three. Here's Mizzou basketball loses to Florida over the weekend, 79-67. Another ugly one at home, no less. The Tigers still winless winless in the conference play this season. How about Tamar Bates, though? 36 points, 13 of 21 shooting. Yeah, he's transferring somewhere really fun next year. Look, I hate to have that pessimistic attitude, but right now, Dennis Cates, I think he's got to figure out some sort of combination that can give fans something to be excited about the rest of the season Tigers will go for that first SEC win tomorrow night in ugh, College Station. Number four. four. Oh, it shanked it. My Lions also advanced this weekend in the NFC side of the NFL bracket. They'll play the 49ers in the championship game. By the way, I don't blame Todd Bowles, the Bucks coach, for the decision to go for two. Didn't really cost him anything, and I do think it was a aggressive, strategically sound decision i want to spend some time though crediting baker mayfield for his season it puts him firmly in the cushy middle of the nfl quarterback table he's gonna have a long career and deserves credit for what he did in tampa this year by the way no fracture for devo samuel's shoulder so he could play next sunday for the niners maybe they'll need him number five
0: what is the five fingers
1: i saw where offensive coordinator for alabama tommy reese is now heading to cleveland the NFL to coach tight ends for the Browns? I thought he'd land a better job than that. Maybe I'm wrong.
0: That's the Big Show's Top 5 at 5 on KTGR. 875-KTGR if you want to call or text us. Yeah, Chris.
2: Um, So I think the benefit here for going to the NFL is just like any other NFL job. Yeah, the pay might be lower since you're like an assistant, assistant coach, but you're also not dealing with like 18 to 20-year-olds for like 365 days out of the year. So... Maybe there's a little bit of a, oh, my God, I can finally relax now. Please,
1: thank you. I, maybe so. I just kind of thought he'd get a coordinator gig somewhere. But if his aspiration is to like work his way up the NFL pecking order, it's easier to get in now and, and, and kind of rise throughout yeah. the system, starting as, a, like you said, assistant to the assistant. I bet he'll be an offensive coordinator within two years somewhere. Huh. Uh, if the NFL is what he wants, then that's a move that makes sense, I suppose.
0: Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see uh, with that. But, I mean... At the same time, it's it's hard to gauge assistance moving uh, places like that, especially when you have a coaching change. Kaelin DeBoer is getting his guys in there. Um, and it's – I don't know how late in the game is for the college uh, ranks. Of course, Mizzou is still looking for their defensive coordinators. They do not know about that. Please, um, get one. How long's it been? At least a couple of weeks now, right? It's too long, don't you think?
1: Don't you yeah, feel like that's like, been mean, a little long? Yeah,
0: probably. But it, Come on, drink. I can't remember the last time. Uh it when they were try when they were hiring Steve Wilkes, I can't remember how long it took them to do that, but um that's that's kind of what I would compare it and to. And
1: that like. was like the Joe McEwing bench coach hired for the Cardinals. They I they didn't really I don't know if they necessarily felt amazing about that when they hired Steve Wilkes, but at this point it's like I guess they really didn't think they had to be looking, you know? If if you sign your coordinator to the extension, you you kind of feel like that's done. Or if you're Mizzou internally, did you always have that wonder in the back of your mind that if LSU opened up, those dots could be connected? I'm kind of curious
0: the way I'm to sure that they maybe Post had doors. some guys in mind. I hope. But, I hope. Oh, that's always the case. It's just a matter of you know guys wanting the job, best fits, things of that nature. It's just taking a little bit of time. I don't think it, it bodes terribly for the job that that guy might do. But again, we'd like to know sometime soon, don't you think? 875-KTGR, yes. call or text us. Could this be the most impressive playoff run for Patrick Holmes in his career? Yes. I mean, it's shaping up that way, isn't it? If he goes to the Super Bowl. Now, here's the thing. Does it need to include a Super Bowl appearance for it to be the case?
1: Yes, 100%. When you've won multiple Super Bowls, I think that it... You, I'm not saying you got to win this one, but to to get there. So you don't have to win, win
0: this Super Bowl, but if you get there, then it's... I would say if you
1: get there by beating the Ravens, who have been front to back the best team in the AFC this year, but you lose to the Niners, I think it would still qualify as long as you put up a fight. If you lose to the Lions, I do think that kind of detracts from it a little bit, not because I don't love my Lions, but because I, I do think that's the the more exploitable matchup. If you lose to the team that everybody said all year was the best team, but you get there and, and give them a fight, yeah, I would say that that would be more impressive on, on Mahomes than anything else he's ever done, given the, the the flaws that we know to exist within this team.
0: Well, and the fact that he's gone on the road this year, the the fact you have to do it again, yeah, you have to go on the road and win again against a team that they're they're not favored against the the Ravens. They're a little bit more of an underdog this week. About three three and a half is the number right now that um, would be another quote unquote upset, but I don't know if we would call it that in this situation. I mean it's Patrick Mahomes. But I think I would I mean it's enough it's, team wise, yeah. Yeah. You're you're talking about the Ravens who have been a buzzsaw against their schedule the last month or two. And then the Chiefs who uh, who kinda limped into the playoffs and now are starting to turn it on definitely did so last night to to get to this round. So If you turn it on again, you win that game, and you get to the Super Bowl, and no matter what, I mean, that's two road playoff wins, first of all, for Patrick Mahomes. That's his fourth Super Bowl appearance in six years. The only thing that would make me kind of pause at that is, okay, well, no, no, the offense has not looked as good. No, Travis Kelsey has not been uh, the same Travis Kelsey. And then outside of that, the receiving core has been Underwhelming. This is, however, the best defense he's ever had. So, I mean, that's propelling this team forward. That's kind of making up for the difference a little bit. So while Mahomes, in his unit, maybe hasn't had as much to work with this year, I think the defense has given him more of a chance to be like, oh, okay, I don't have to put it all on my shoulders. I don't have to finish this drive off. Uh, with a touchdown every single time. I know that my defense can be behind me. And, and, look, the Chiefs defense in the last however many games, it's been like eight games where they've allowed fewer than ten points in a second half in the last eight consecutive games. It's been incredible how they've been closing out these contests and giving Patrick Mahomes the, uh, the ability to operate and come back and whatever he needs to do.
1: The adjustments, man. It's that the adjustments the defense has been able to make. Because again, this game started out last night as though the Chiefs would simply never be able to stop the run. With like between James Cook and Josh Allen, they were kind of having whatever they wanted. When they went in for the first touchdown of the game, I said this is QB draw. Like everybody in the stadium should have known it was QB draw, and and it works to a T, right? So like there were some adjustments I think that were needed from that defense, and but the fact that they found them. Um, that's a credit to the personnel that they have. It's a credit to coaching. Spags deserves credit for the, the, the way that they were able to close that game out. Um, and I agree. Like Mahomes hasn't had to do it all this year, but it's been more difficult to do anything because of the, the sorry crew that, that accompanies him huh. down the field each time. So it's kind of a, it's kind of a catch-22 in, in the way that you look at it. But I think when you get into the playoffs, to win games like yesterday, you have to play almost perfect offensively. And he did. To do it against the Ravens, you will have to do that again. Because for as good as your defense can be, Lamar Jackson is scoring multiple touchdowns. Like the Ravens are not going to be held out of the end zone. I, I would be shocked if if you don't have to get into that mid to upper twenties to win this next game. So with that knowledge, if we're going to say, would an appearance in the Super Bowl qualify as the most impressive playoff run by Patrick Mahomes, I would I would still say yes. If they're able to do the Ravens, I expect they'll only be able to do that, Andy if Mahomes is great once again, and he, and he was great yesterday.
0: Yeah, it's going to be one of those, those back-and-forth games, I think, but possibly between Lamar and, and Patrick Mahomes. Eight seven five k TGR, caller, Texas. Chris?
2: Honestly, do you know what this Ravens team really remind, reminds me of? What's that? It reminds me of that 2019 Niners team, but what if that Niners team had a good quarterback instead of Jimmy Garoppolo? You know what I mean? It really felt yeah. like that was kind of the thing that was holding the 49ers, and they s- still kind of hold the 49ers back is that the QB play is just like not really elite enough for you to get over the hump against teams that are harboring, you know, like elite quarterback play. And that's fine. You can win like 10 to 12 games like that if you have a coach like Kyle Shanahan. But it really does feel like this Ravens team is like, okay, what if we give, you know, Lamar Jackson everything he needs to succeed on offense? You've got two beasts at tight end. You've got Zay Flowers who's really, really fast. And then you'll expect maybe like, a big catch or two out of Odell Beckham Jr. Then on the flip side with that defense coached by Mike McDonald, you just got killers on every single level. And you have a quarterback who can, you know, play out of his own body and just go completely crazy in a way that I haven't really seen a whole lot of other quarterbacks in the league, not just, you know, on some of those 49ers team do. So the, the deck, the deck is really stacked against the Kansas city chiefs. I think I feel like if there was ever time for it to be like, all right, everybody party's over, it kind of feels like this game coming up quite honestly. And that's
0: it's, okay. It's not a great matchup. And look, if you didn't like how the Chiefs were stopping the run against the Bills this weekend, get ready. Wait till you see the Ravens. <laughs> Hold on, there, pal. They're better at it. Um, yeah. I mean, and then Lamar Jackson with his ability to to operate with his legs, even. Who do you wrong.
1: think's the better runner, though? Who's the bigger threat between Allen and Lamar? Forget everything else, but just in terms of like who can do crazy stuff as with a runner, I think it might be Allen at this point in their respective careers. Maybe that's blasphemy, but I. I look at Allen, go. I'm scared of what he might do to me. There's like right? power. Like, there's like power to Josh
2: Allen, and like there's yes. like strength to it. There's way. I think there's more finesse in Lamar's game, though.
0: Yeah, the thing about Lamar's game is that you
2: he doesn't get hurt when he runs. He's like got that down to. It's a
0: almost like Mahomes to where what are you taking away, and then he's just going to take whatever you give him and and get ten fifteen yards out of it. Like he's going to make the right decision when it comes to. Uh, tucking and running or like making a pump fake this way, which opens up a running lane and, and uh, things of that nature. It's just, it, it's so hard to defend. I, I think, yes, you're you right.
2: Put in a Josh Allen probably
0: a harder player to bring down when you're in the open field. You're a little more intimidated by him. Lamar Jackson, though, with the, uh, with, the smarts, honestly, to know exactly what to do in each situation, to to know where guys are on the field, and to to feel the defense more so than just reacting to what you're seeing. Like, it's just, it, it's next level to me.
2: You're not catching until I mean, he's ready to go down.
1: My counter, though, to that would be, and I know that it could have been reviewed and maybe challenged, but the play that, that Josh Allen made to lateral the ball ended up being a huge play and a huge gainer for the Bills. Like, I think he he's not as pretty when he does it, when he does those things. But I think his, his the gears are turning in his mind as well uh, to, to kind of fake one way and, and take the opening. Like, he's developed in that way. Maybe not to Lamar's level. I was just curious because I think both of them are significant tests. What's interesting about the Ravens running... What, here's the problem, though. Like, with the Ravens run game, I don't think they have a running back who's better than James Cook at football, but their whole system is better at at it, and it's consistently... That's why I said they're machine-like like is Gus Edwards a, an all-world running back? No, not really. Justice Hill, no. You know, they've got Melvin go- not Melvin Gordon. They got Dalvin Cook now, but it's like it's their system that's going to going to grind you into into dust. And that's what the Chiefs are going to have to be kind of ready to go up against. And then the moment that, you know, there will be play action down the field and they do. Maybe Mark Andrews is ready for this game. That would be something that would be pretty scary. But even if not, you're talking about Isaiah likely, you're talking about Zay Flowers, Chris mentioned Odell Beckham uh, even Bateman has kind of come into his own to, to give them some some nice contributions this year. There's just a lot of different ways that they can beat you.
0: And I mean, you're just hoping on the star power of guys like Mahomes and Kelsey to be able to keep you afloat there. Maybe Rushy Rice uh, keeps keeps up his play. And then you've got to find ways to either uh, affect the quarterback in the pocket or keep the quarterback in the pocket somehow and and get a turnover like you, you have to hope that Lamar Jackson in some way shape or form is affected enough to where he coughs up the football and he's has been prone to do that but whenever he doesn't he is lethal and so I I think it's a tough matchup for the Chiefs uh even defensively with what they've been able to do this year they've been phenomenal all year but man the the Ravens are a different animal with how they carve you up in both aspects of the offense. And so I I think if Patrick Mahomes does pull this off and he hangs with that team and he essentially drags whatever this offense was across the finish line
1: kicking you know. and
0: screaming <laughs> seriously <laughs> with everybody working against them it seems all the time we almost had another moment of that with nicole hardman fumbling through the end zone
1: right? oh we had it, uh, I mean, it, it was it, it
0: was there for the taking <laughs> And if buffalo capitalizes on that opportunity then we're talking differently today but patrick mahomes has a chance to make this i, I believe his uh his coup de gras,
2: his masterpiece i recall yes, this game like a masterpiece but it, they beat the ravens to go
1: to the super bowl that might actually be like the, capital i M.
0: think it takes a Better effort, almost, oh. to get that done.
1: Well, yeah, and, and you didn't get the buy this year. When in, in several of those years you did, like it, it was a lot tougher. It's a, the the path has been more difficult. You had to beat a Dolphins team that had Tyree Kill. We we thought that the Dolphins were fraudulent, and they I think they still kind of are. But that that's a lot. More difficult than getting to pound the Steelers in the first game you play or just having a buy and then getting lucky with the way that the bracket shakes out and getting to host at Arrowhead. A hundred percent, just getting there would be an accomplishment that like on a Christmas day, if we had said, hey, they're still going to be in the Super Bowl, just about unthinkable. But here they are one step away from making exactly that take place. How are they not dead? It's amazing. That's that's, that's a refrain on
2: this Monday. How, how are they still here?
0: It's amazing. Give us your thoughts eight seven five KTGR if you want to call or text us here. Can this be the most impressive playoff run for Patrick Mahomes if he's able to defeat Baltimore and just honestly just get to the Super Bowl uh, with this uh, with this Chiefs team? Uh, because again, we're we're talking about an an AFC that is loaded with quarterbacks right now. And look, this year it was a little bit depleted by injuries. Justin Herbert down with an injury all year. Joe Burrow. Down with an injury, pretty much all year. Guys retiring, things like that. It just it lined up so well for somebody else to take the mantle. It lined up so well for Josh Allen to get past Patrick Mahomes finally. This Chiefs team's ah. horrible. Time to time to make it happen. It, it's even that way from Lamar Jackson. Like it, it's time for Lamar Jackson to, he to might. take the torch. He, he, <laughs> he might. It. It's, again, it's all set up. I want not say no. He's got. I don't I don't look, I'm okay with that one season. No, I'm come on. That
1: too. You'll at least have a Chris. I know you love the Ravens, but you're a Chiefs fan. You'll have a, a morning period, won't you? Yeah. Like by Monday's big show, you'll probably be ready to roll. You'll be asking
0: but, for Patrick Mahomes to get cut or anything like I, that. I promise. I,
2: like
1: to, I promise so. to you, my tenure is going
2: to be. Oh, the party's over. Oh well, moving on. I don't <laughs> know if I trust it. It
1: depends how it happens. If I said it, it on if the it's radio. A Ravens I got a hold to it. Domination. If the Ravens win, you know. Like Mahomes is doing some some stuff, but it's like, you know, thirty one twenty, they just fall a little bit short, but the Ravens were just clearly the better team. I think by the end of the fourth quarter he might have accepted it. But if it's a if it's a knife to the heart kind of loss, I don't know. I'm not sure if If I like he'll
2: be McCall Hardman like slipping on a banana peel and it gets run back (laughs) to six.
1: Existing. I mean, McCall Hardman being on the field in any capacity whatsoever. You can't play him next week. I know, I, I know what I'm saying because the, the Chiefs don't have Who a lot of Who are you going to
0: play? Sky Moore?
1: Yes. I'm not kidding. If he's healthy? Because Sky Moore, yeah, if he's healthy, I'd play Sky Moore because what he won't do is, and I, I, I'm thinking back to when he dropped a touchdown earlier in the year and different things, but he won't do that. He will not kill you in that way, and I think Sky Moore and McCall Hardman are kind of cut from the same cloth. Like, you can use them interchangeably. Sky Moore is not explosive, and he's not very good at football, but he won't. He won't kill you in the way that McCall Hardman is hell bent on doing. Man, if that makes sense, <laughs> I'm sorry, that but was... enough. They gave him the ball once and he fumbled it. They gave him the ball again on the goal line and he fumbled it through the end zone. He did the one well, thing he cannot do. And he to be honest the ball with out. you,
0: the one reason why enough. he's there is to try and make the the red zone a little more efficient. Give yourself some speed around that area of the field and. Look, I mean I guess he was Oh, it's fast, all right. He, he was fast and fast. That way moment, to give up but the <laughs> not fast, fast enough. Way to Didn't get his bench, butt to the ground fast enough before he lost control of the ball. Yeah, I
1: can't do it again with McCall Hardman. I really can't. And I'm gonna be all in on like I was I was conflicted. You guys know that I was conflicted on this game because I really like Josh Allen. It's not that I don't like the March but I will be all in on rooting for the Chiefs next week. Um I ultimately did come down on that side of the table last night and I did enjoy the win. The, the points didn't quite work out for me the way I wanted them to, but I'm glad the Chiefs advanced. I, I need y'all to be on the same page, wide receiving core. I need if it's Richie James, then it's Richie James because I just think you have to know which guys are genetically predisposed to making Richie the mistake James in the big moment. Turns
0: the other day, yeah. no, yeah. like
1: again, I'm not even going to say that he should be getting that ball on that play call from McCall Hardman, but whoever it is. You don't play McCall Hardman. I think we're safe from the Kadarius-Tony experience, right? He's hurt, so there's no... I mean, he, he was questionable
0: this week. He, he could Crap. still enter the fold, So, you know?
1: But he applies as well. Don't worry about getting cute. Worry about Isaiah Pacheco being the reliable dude you drafted in the seventh round, and I knew it from the, the moment that, that his eyes met the draft board of my eyes, and it was perfect. Okay. Like, just trust <laughs> Pacheco. Trust Clyde Edwards- You know what? He had a big, a big burst that he had. on I told you he'd have one play. And he did. He had one play that was notable. I'd trust him in the red zone. You cannot trust the guys that are going to fumble the football in the red zone. That just, it's the AFC Championship game. It just means too much to have Kadarius Toney or McCole Hardman get within a a restraining order of the football. Whatever that distance is, they need to be that far away from the pigskin on Sunday. That's it.
0: 875-KTGR, give us a call or a text. Larry texted in, if the Chiefs beat the Ravens, they will win it all. Uh, you, you know what? They probably I will. I think that's probably Winner right. of this game wins it all, you think?
1: I will be rooting for the Lions against the Chiefs, but I will expect the Chiefs win. I will be I'll be rooting for the Chiefs against the 49ers, and I think that they could pull it off. They'll have the quarterback advantage in a way that I don't know if San Francisco would be able to account for it once that path was paved. Right? We don't think about the Chiefs as that team, maybe, but if they beat the Bills and Ravens on the road to get there, pretty clear that they're that team at that point they would they would be completely rejuvenated into something that i, I think would be a freight train by then
0: it's it's intriguing to, to try and decipher whatever might happen this weekend as uh the chiefs take on the ravens and the afc championship game a chance to go to yet another super bowl just like we all drew it up we'll talk more about it give us your thoughts at 875 ktgr did anybody draw up this Mizzou men's hoop season to this point? Anybody? Anybody out there?
1: Might have been Satan. He might have done it oh, to Oh,
0: yeah. 0-5 yeah. <laughs> in conference. Is there any end in sight? We'll talk uh, Mizzou hoops next on the Big Show. You are listening to the Big Show podcast on KTGR.com. Both well, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs make it to the Super Bowl. Does that make it the most impressive playoff run for Patrick Mahomes in his career? 875-KTGR, call or text us with your thoughts on that. Talking all things Chiefs here on the big show. And, man, did they make it happen uh, yesterday. I-, I will say, though, it- the fumble through the end zone by McCole Hardman, I was kind of reading the uh, the Twitter discourse on it, and there are folks maybe thinking that that is the moment that might cause the NFL to start taking action on the rule. I agree with you. I agree with you
1: that it will be changed. They were already talking about it but I think that is going to be because they're going to look back at that and go if that changes a playoff game which it didn't change this one but if it does they're not going to want that to be the discourse about a game of that like that was a borderline legendary game especially I think if Bass hits a field goal and then we see what Mahomes does. They don't want that to necessarily come into play so my question, just real quick—if you don't want to spend much time on it, we don't have to. Sure. What would you do? What is the way you change it to make it to make it fit? Because there has to be my, some sort of incentive to not reach out the ball.
0: My the thing about me is that I'm about offensive football, though, and I would want to encourage players to reach for the goal line. They get to reach forward for a first down, but not for a touchdown, that seems like backwards logic to me. I would just treat it like any other out-of-bounds fumble. Like, if you fumble forward, bring it back to the spot of the fumble. If it's at the one-yard line, it's at the one-yard line. Now, if you want to punish the offense for it, then bring the offense back to the 20 and the down counts, essentially, and you still are playing. Like, if that was first and goal, then you've got second and goal from the 20, essentially. And that's exactly
1: that's exactly what I would do. Um, and, like, think about it this way. If it was, was that a goal-to-go play, or w- would they have was. gotten a first down there at the one? Okay. No, they, so they, like that was first,
0: right after the Pacheco run, and then that was first and goal from the three, yes. I cannot believe it.
1: First of all, don't reach out to Paul if it's first and goal. Secondly. Yes. I, I said, secondly, if they had achieved a first down on the play, I'm okay with it being first and goal from the twenty but I would back it up to the 20 yard line and almost in certain circumstances, it could make it so that a field goal is going to be the only likely outcome. And I think that's a, a big enough penalty. And I also think it sort of bridges the divide of the current rule, which is asinine and the yeah. one that like, okay, at least there's a penalty. Um, you know, it, I think just saying no penalty at all is a little bit, I don't know, because I don't need players reaching for the goal line. I'm okay with whatever the rule set is, but players should be smart enough to play within the rule set. It just feels like overly punitive the way they currently do it. Yes. Personally, yes. I would like to see it change, but I'm okay with having some sort of middle ground where they can still say, hey, not the, not the brightest of ideas to, to reach
0: it out like that. But, uh, again, it's I, I understand that the defense doesn't get very many breaks in the rules, um, but that's too much.
1: It, that's would you go 10-yard line? Is that fair?
0: No. No,
1: 20. You don't want to back him up no, at all? I'd I think 20. that's a little silly. That's a little silly, but that, uh, fair is fair. I, I appreciate you. Well, what do you mean
0: uh, What do you mean you wouldn't back him up at all? Like, No, I'm asking you
1: said you wouldn't back him up at all. You said get it at the one-yard line.
0: Well, yeah, that's what I would really want, but I can understand give a little bit more leeway to the defense in that sense when the offense is. But,
1: but I'm trying to negotiate with you now because I said put it to the twenty. Would you do the ten yard line? No, say that's I wouldn't do the fair. ten yard
0: line. Oh, how come? No, uh, to keep the consistency of the ball touching the twenty, essentially after a touchback or is things, kind of the things touch like a, It's okay. the standard operating procedure. Like I don't that. mind that.
1: I do not mind that explanation. Yeah. I think that's reasonable.
0: So I mean, just, it'd be
1: really cool to see what teams would do. Do they like if it's now if it's like third and goal from the twenty? Are you taking a shot or are you just taking your your field goal depending on the circumstances? Like if it were that last night for the Chiefs. Obviously, they're they're second in, in goal from the twenty. Plenty, yeah. of, you know, he still got two plays to operate. It, I, I think it would make it kind of interesting, and also the Bills wouldn't have the football, so that would have been <laughs> that would have been nice.
0: Yeah. So I mean, it's just a dumb rule. I, I'm not. Uh, I've kind of lightened up to it more so by seeing the other side a little bit, but and, and I'm not calling it like the worst rule in all of sports anymore. But it's still
1: a bad rule. What is the worst rule in all of sports then? You have another submission, oh, gosh. Uh, spot fouls on pi. He, he does uh, it. He no, does not you know like... what's
0: over. You know what's overtaking it. It's the automatic okay. first downs mm. on a lot say, of okay, these defensive like penalties. Like... Hate them. A five yard <laughs> holding, holding penalty is an automatic first go. down. That makes no sense. Here we go. It no means, sense at it all. It <laughs> Why are we doing that? Wow. Like this
2: on is it the same for like was, illegal contact or something yeah also. and illegal contact is. illegal That's contact automatic. Is a just make it five 10 yards t- who cares Yeah,
0: no, no i'm fine with it being five yards but don't make it an automatic first down if it gives you the yardage for a first down fine but if it's just if it's third and 10 and you get a I little teams
1: would would start hitting guys on third and 13 just to just to kind of cover their bases i i think it should be a little punitive and i like offense so i actually don't care no, as much about that like You're the business right, decision pi
0: yeah, it, I would exactly. like to, it, it, if we're talking about making it better yards, on the offense touchdown. for changing this touchback rule, then I'm fine with then making it a little bit harder on the offense this by not, not giving them automatic first down. <laughs>
1: this is not a negotiation. I think it can be, though. Uh, I, I don't it's think fair one's going to affect the to other. The,
0: uh, hey, the by the way,
1: off. by the way, here's a question. Yeah. Do we know at all what happened in Picks of the Week? I probably shouldn't bring it up, given that I... No, I did pretty poor. I do know. Three and two.
0: I mean, we, we can get to that? it. Yeah, we did tabulate that. Um, okay. I, I guess we do you want to get to it now, or do you I, want to? Get I would to like it? to get to it
1: now.
2: Okay. Yeah. All right. Just, can you, can you can give me get like two with... seconds to pull up the music, please. Like, Thank you. Can can yeah. Like, can, can we
0: rip off producer stand-aid? Chris? Uh, throw throw some roadblocks here to try and I think get. We just
1: kind of forgot. I mean, it's
0: it's sort of there. I'll say this. You know what happened last week. What happened in last week's picks of the week? Uh
1: I I didn't win.
0: No, you did not week. win.
1: Okay, so thank you for making me repeat that. What, well, what happened?
0: Producer Chris and I tied at three and two, and you were two and three. Yeah, I lost. Exact same thing happened this week. Oh, Are you three and two for both of us, two and three for Brendan.
1: That's not as bad as I thought it was. Who'd I get? Oh, I took the Chiefs. Is that right?
0: You took the Chiefs plus two and a half. Did I? Yeah.
1: I guess that's what it says on the graphic. <laughs> Do you not remember Isn't your Ryan? picks?
0: Do you not remember three days ago? I, like come on. I did
1: take him, didn't I? Yeah. You I thought one well, y'all beat me to the punch.
0: And you no, took, the Lions, took the Lions minus six and a half. And... I told
1: you NFL I felt great about. I went two and one on NFL picks and I lost my basketball ones,
0: but Arkansas
1: <laughs> I'll take it honestly. I knew, I knew oh. I should
2: have taken South Carolina. I knew I was looking at it, I felt it, but now I have to take UConn instead. Take
1: that every time for them to lose at home the way that they did to South Carolina, if it means I go two and three instead of three and two in the picture, I, mean, I, I was watching then, like
2: the first half of that game. It was brutal, dude.
1: They're disgusting. Is Musselman like? Is he? In, what? What are they going to do? Like they're so bad. Mizzou's going to beat them. That's how bad Arkansas is right now.
2: Yeah. I, I think going to Mizzou, Mizzou like, going to beat them. Yeah, but not being South Carolina. Thirty-three on them scares me. He's no, way so too Mizzou,
1: bad. I mean, Mizzou already lost to South Carolina. They had their shot. Oh, true. But, like I mean, they had their chance, but I think isn't that a home game coming up? Well, they play home Most, at home. They play. Yeah, no, but the first one's Mizzou Arena, right? I think I think they play at home first in like a week or I'll week and a half or that. something. But
0: yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's two teams that are around the same spot right now. It's last. Uh,
1: yeah, <laughs> that's the spot is yeah, last. Yeah,
0: it, it's, it's yep they they host them,
1: Uh, they they host them next Wednesday.
0: Yeah, so we've so, got, I mean, you got, you got your first bet, and that's honestly probably your best chance in the next couple of weeks at a conference win.
1: This sucks, dude. They didn't even play good at all against Florida. I mean,
0: Tamar Bates did.
1: Tam- Tamar Bates did, and he's going to look, re- he's going to be really good at whichever SEC school he transfers to oh, next year. Oh, come on. I mean, he's come on, he's transferring to a Big East school. Are you kidding me? No, those other SEC programs are going to see him be nice against them like every time. And they'll be like, "Well, let's get him." Mizzou is in shambles. They're, you know, their their guys are going to be ripe for the picking. Is that the is that the scenario that's being set up? I, I ask it somewhat facetiously, but also not. Oh, we worry that that's going to be the story of this off season. Is Mizzou's momentum dead in the water? They get a recruiting class that, the moment they step on campus, are they even excited about it? Given the the what's going on right now.
0: Again, though, you kind of you have to remember. We were kind of in this spot two years ago. It was a different head coach and a different situation for that head yeah. coach. But then Can't the very that next guy is what
1: created the momentum.
0: But but the very next year, you rebuild the roster, you hit in the transfer portal, and you put together a season to be proud of. And I think it can, it can happen done. again. It can be done. You've got a chance to develop these young guys. You've got a chance to bring in five new freshmen that could be exciting. Uh, you've got a chance to tr- try again. In the portal, get a difference maker from there, and it can look a whole lot different. I mean, it's not all that much that needs to happen for this team to get back over the hump. It's just that time and again, they're just unable to do so, and that's led to 0-5 to start conference play. So,
1: But are you not worried about at all the idea that the the landscape could sour on Dennis Gates a little bit? Or are you saying, no, This we knew it could be rough and it's all going to be okay?
0: There's proving ground for sure. Like Dennis Gates is not. Uh, I mean, he will lose some of the goodwill that he got from the first season, no doubt. But like I don't. If those
1: players weren't signed already. I don't think any of them would be coming. Is that crazy uh, to say? Maybe. Let but, me be the crazy fan. I'm okay with it. If that's if that's going to be my role, I'll be that. But I think right. those are the questions that some Mizzou basketball. Here here's a group of Mizzou basketball fans right now. The group that's kind of like me. They want to be invested so bad but they're worried that even asking the question like, hey, is this going to be sour? And then the other group is just the apathetic. They're like, eh, it's okay. Mizzou basketball can't afford those kind of fans to outnumber the other group. You know what I mean? Like the apathy is no good. You need, you need people invested. But I, I would just kind of worry that you can lose the momentum by, I'm talking like winning one conference game, which maybe they win more than that. But does that do, is that enough for the conference to go, oh, this Missouri team is ripe for the picking. Like in terms of recruiting grounds and everything else, I don't care what their recruiting class is. Good luck keeping them beyond a year if you don't really sell a vision for Dennis Gates and turn it around instantly. Because with those five freshmen coming in, I, they're all signed, so I guess there's really nothing they can do. But if that doesn't become a team, on the at least on the bubble for the tournament in 2025, then all the momentum is is kind of lost to me. And that would be the scary thing.
0: I I get that sentiment. At the same time, I'm not saying that's
1: what it is. I'm just I'm asking: Is that no, no, that no, possible? no? Uh, look, there's you concern
0: know? for sure, and you've got to try and pick it up somehow in order to get the fans back into it at least a little bit, and prove to the guys that are still going to be on your roster, like, hey, you can, you can still build something here. We built it in you know less than a season once. We can do it again, and so I I think there's still some hope that 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 Mizzou can at the end of the season get everybody together and say look we can make sure that this doesn't happen again but we got to hit the portal hard we got to Deskates Gates has to have uh, as much NIL leash as possible to get the best guys in the portal if that's really what it comes down to I, I mean you might have to be a little bit better in that department if in fact you're trying to overcome the the stink of what this season might become so I'm not sounding the alarm bells on that. Dennis Gates has built up enough goodwill to, uh, to for us to say, "Look, year three, you've you've got a real chance still to be fairly okay. good." So I, I I mean, again, this and, and maybe they figure it out because uh, again, you're talking about games mostly. This game here against Florida, they were it, it was rough, and Tamar Bates was the only guy that seemed to the find only. his way offensively in this game. Yeah. Um, defensively, though, is the biggest issue. It's the biggest concern uh, for this team, and I just—if uh, they're able to string together stops, if they can find a way to get enough energy late in these that's games, they
1: can. that's not the way they're built.
0: I mean, it's, it, it could be uh, eventually if one, the, if one of if one of these young here's what it takes. All it takes is one of these young guys. Play him. It honestly takes Trent Pierce. If we're being honest, it takes Trent Pierce a chance to be a rotation guy, to be solid defensively, giving spells to some of these other players that are are having to spend more energy out there because you don't have uh, John Tanjay or Caleb Grill out there, and you're probably not going to have him for the rest of the season. Who knows about Caleb Grill? We know that Tanjay's out the rest of the year.
1: I'd like to see Grill back because I want to know how he would maybe integrate for next year. He was really helpful.
0: Right, I he, know
1: it might be good to see him again if he can make it back. I mean, yeah. just
0: the, the sort of the little things that you need to to keep a team together. I think that could really help if he comes back and and provides a spark. That could be good. But again, one of these bench guys has to come out and find a way to spell the top group somehow because Mizzou's losing ground in in those portions of the game where you know the. You're either spending too much energy on the offensive end trying to get the best looks, and usually it's working, but then uh, those same guys out there have to try and defend at at the same kind of intensity while defending in the full court most of the time, and it just isn't a great recipe for long-term success for 40 minutes.
1: Yeah, and I think that last year, like we know they had defensive issues last year in certain areas of the game. But like their ability to score at will was so tremendous that you could make up for them. And they like you said, Tamar Bates is the guy who scored and looked good offensively, and then you had the rest of the basketball team, and that's how you have 79-67 against Florida on Saturday. Like that's kind of where things are right now, unfortunately. You don't have the scoring to make up for your defensive deficits, but you try to be the team that scores a bunch and just kind of lives with some of those issues on defense. And and they haven't had transition game as be as effective as it was last year and they are they're just they're a, they're a day late a dollar short in just about every one of these games
0: 875 ktgr give us a call or a text uh here at 544 on the big show what needs to happen for mizzou men's basketball here for you to maybe get a little bit more hope for this team heading into next season we'll talk more about that we'll get some more of your calls and texts here on the big show after this live local sports center you're listening to The Big Show Podcast on KTGR.com. Call or text us with what you think about the men's basketball, 875-KTGR. Here on The Big Show with Andy Brendan, and producer Chris. Also tell us about what you think the dumbest rule in sports is, whether you think it's the touchback rule or something else. Jeff says the balk is stupid. In baseball, <laughs> um, I mean, you kind of need it, though, right? <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> you can't just throw it whatever you want. You can't get a running start, like. Man, the, the, the whole he wants the there.
1: Wild West on pitchers being able to just do anything. They is want.
2: he just more mad that like the we
1: don't know what a balk yeah. is most
0: of the time? How it's, it's like, graded, you know, or it's, how it's, it's refereed. That. That's probably why people think it's stupid because there's people like, try to average fans like it. why was that a balk or yeah. anything like that. No, you do need the balk. Um, but you don't need automatic first downs on on illegal contact for five yards. That's what you don't need.
2: I'm just cool with making them ten yards, honestly. You can get that field to automatic first down by just extending the yardage.
1: Yeah. Uh, you can it, make it ten yards. I kind of agree with Chris where like five yards is almost not an like it's a disparity between oh, five yards, that's not that much, versus like, hey, if you do it, it's also a first down. Like, that's the significant factor. So if you made it 10 yards, it's probably usually a first down. Mostly a first but, down a lot of the time. But in the event that it's not, like, it, teams can't kind of take advantage when it's third and 17 and just do that because they're like, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll let them chunk off five yards at a time just to avoid the big play. Right. It so if you make it 10 yards
0: you and you take away the automatic first down of it all, then, then I'd be fine with that. But same with you know pass interference, make it fifteen yards. If it's third and twenty, like fine. If you, if your receiver gets tackled and you feel like you need an automatic first down, no, you get a fifteen yard penalty and you get a much more manageable third and five. If you're still in that situation, that's how the high school game is. It is not an automatic first down there. I would make it that way for college and the NFL. Fair Just enough. Saying all right, you know. It's not something that we think about also all the time. We just have kind of accepted it as like, oh, yeah, that's that's how it is. It's automatic first down.
1: I love yeah. it for fantasy football because I'm like, oh, sweet, my team keeps the ball, like, this drive is going to continue. Like, it's kind of really fun for that, at least from my
0: perspective. Well, sure, but um, uh, I almost think it's, it's good when your team backs up, like when they get called for a holding penalty or something like that. Because uh, it don't know, gives the chance, you a chance I'll, for – Gives you a chance for more yards, right? more
1: yards, but it's not the yards. It's usually like the touchdowns that you're that you're vying for. So I'm trying to get to that red zone ASAP, baby. But I I, I can I can see your point. It depends on the player because if it's the the pass catching running back, you're like, oh yeah, my guy's about to get a PPR catch. He's about to get you know seven or eight yards, but the drive probably ends right. I don't want the drive to stall out. I'd rather just keep churning down the field for fantasy.
0: Yeah, I suppose. Uh, Jason texting in, roughing on a running punter. Oh, so like if the punter is is on the move, like one of those rugby-style kickers. This is probably a
1: Mizzou-Kentucky conversation, maybe, which they did fix that in.
0: Yeah, uh, they fixed that a year too late, unfortunately. Do we have any situations this year where a ball sailed 30 yards over a punter's head and he had to go back and chase it? And (laughs) an oncoming uh, uh, blocker who was trying to just, you know, make a tackle, as would be his uh, prerogative, it's called for roughing the punter. I don't think the SEC had any of those situations this year. unless I'm, I don't believe so. Unless I'm very much mistaken. I don't think that would have uh, been the case there. 875KTGR, give us a call or a text. So, I mean, uh, with uh, again, the, this could be the most impressive run for the Chiefs. We did have Larry text in. Uh, if the Chiefs go all the way, yes, it will be the greatest. They'll have won two road games in the Super Bowl. They said not sure if that's been done before. It has, I'm pretty sure Eli Manning's Giants had to win exclusively <laughs> on the road in order to yeah, yeah hell yeah. Yeah, like I'm pretty sure they played nothing but road games and uh, all honestly I think both of those runs that they made if not they may have had a a four seed one year had one home playoff game and then had to go on the road for the other two before beating uh, Brady again in, in the Super Bowl. So oh, those Giants
2: teams were so funny.
0: That has happened before, but again we keep talking about this team that patrick mahomes has or more specifically this offense that he's had to work with and the frustration that's come with it yeah it'd be impressive to where they play their best against two really good defenses on the road and then you go to the super bowl and you beat either of the niners of the lions you either avenge the lions loss from earlier or you beat the 49ers a team that's been accepted as the best in the league yeah it's. It's a masterpiece.
2: What if Victor Cruz was catching passes from Patrick Mahomes?
1: <laughs> Isn't he kind of? Victor Cruz now? Would...
2: No, just like Victor <laughs> yes. Cruz. Now you I go would... into the time machine, you pull him out from those Giants teams, oh, you put him on the Chiefs team. He,
0: yeah, he's definitely a top receiver. Ugh. He's
1: helping a lot. I would take current Victor Cruz over Michael Hardman.
0: <laughs> yeah, how old <how laughs> I mean, is probably. Victor Cruz right now? Doesn't, ma- uh, I doesn't that's, that's, It doesn't matter. He probably still dance. Up. Yeah, He probably still can dance. Victor Cruz is 37.
1: I'd take him. Brisk. I don't even know what he's up to, but I'd take him over McCole Hardman, over Kadarius Tony, over like Justin Watson didn't really do much for me yesterday. Yeah, I I, I think I would take them all. (laughs) I know what I'm saying. I hear how it sounds. I still am saying it.
0: Well, we'll get to what we thought was good and bad and ugly from the weekend in the NFL tomorrow on the show, and we'll talk with the injury expert, Will Carroll. So you won't want to miss any of that. Chiefs Kingdom show should be fun tonight with Mitch Holtis and Dane and Hughes. Catch that once we're done here at the top of the hour here on The Big Show. He's Brendan. He's producer Chris. I'm Andy. We're done for now.